I'm Mike Wolf. And I'm Frank Fretz. And we're Pickers. We travel the back roads of America looking for rusty gold. Oh, what's up? It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Oh, we got a guest. Hey, Chris, it's been a while. Yeah. It's been it a while. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, it's true. Uh, we got a guest coming in via Discord. We had plenty of, oh my fucking God. Immediately. <laughs> been having all kinds of issues with this. Oh thing. wow, he might pop up. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, yeah, let's keep rolling. <laughs> uh, what's going on? My name is Xavier. Hey <laughs> guys, Ian, and it's David Bean, known in the streets as History <laughs> Chanel West Coast. Here he's uh, coming back in. This is <laughs> who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Who's that guy up there? Is he, there he is. He's probably is loaded. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I was literally about to say the words. We've had all sorts of technical difficulties. Oh, my God. Like, holy shit. Okay, so you can hear us, right? Let's just make sure yeah, we're good yeah. to go. Okay, and your name? Chris. Is Chris. I'm back on. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Been we a while. did uh, Catatonic Youth and um, some Rule 34 episode. Right, and he was talking to <laughs> yeah. Skype, so this is episode like four for Chris. Yeah, yeah, three or four. Making moves. He was on the forest one, yeah. So yeah, we are here, and we're talking about American Pickers, and some of their dirty laundry, I guess. Dirty American Pickers. <laughs> their dirty, dirty American laundry. <laughs> um, so if you guys, I'm, I'm assuming everyone here has seen American Pickers. I'm familiar with the Pickers. With, with the show. I'm very familiar. Yep. It's, watched um, it quite a few times. Yeah, it's every dad's uh, dream show, I think. It's <laughs> besides Ice Road Truckers. There's a frame signed picture of them <laughs> and our Dairy Queen in our hometown. Yes. So <laughs> they've been to both of our very, very small hometowns in central Illinois. Make, um, makes a lot of sense, though. Yeah. Me and Chris are from Paxson of 4200, and Gibson is what? 35 or 35. Six, something. So very small towns. The fact that they were at both places <laughs> well i guess just one was in paxton both were there was an episode in there's gibson. a yeah an episode in gibson and which we can't play because they want money for it yeah they want money they want two dollars it's a dollar a piece for them God damn <laughs> you history <laughs> it's a uh, dollar a picker uh but yeah i brought chris on uh specifically because he's visited one of the main stores and uh we can talk about that in a little I bit. I didn't know that. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk. We'll talk about. Expert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have a, a more of an inside scoop on on how the business side of these men work, I guess. Yeah, I know it's an American <laughs> Pickers episode, but bringing an expert, I feel more like Rick Harrison from Pawn Stars. <laughs> <laughs> these are the universes colliding. Yeah, it's a, already. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. We'll uh we'll go yeah we'll talk about that a little bit later about halfway in I guess from what I have laid out here uh but let's start with the main secretary Danielle Hot. she she tatted up <laughs> she is tatted up and um okay. I'm not gonna put right any of the pictures up but there on Reddit are many pictures of her butt and butt cheeks and her feet. And she's nice. very much. Uh, she does burlesque and stuff. She's not afraid of her body. Yes, but she's very much acknowledging, like, I'm putting feet pics up. <laughs> yeah, man. Good for her, man. It's 2020. Chase that no, bag. I, I know. It's just <laughs> already American Pickers has, you know, that's that's dirt. History Channel's probably be like, wait a minute. <laughs> 
Which one of the American pickers do you think picked her out? You think it was Frank? So Mike, like Frank's type? Mike met her. Uh, she was buying some sort of antique, and they started talking, and then she ended up being the secretary at their store. <laughs> yeah, she just bought an antique okay. from like him one one time. That was, <laughs> but they've been friends since like I think like five or eight years or so, like before the show even started. Bro, that's how I've gotten like every job I've ever gotten. It's just because I knew somebody and met him one time. Yeah. <laughs> That's and that's a big uh, big job to get, um, but yeah, let's throw this up. Uh, so she doesn't limit herself to one career. Oh, by the way, uh, a lot of these chunks of information I have here are from this article on ScreenRant.com by James Russo, and all of this information exists kind of uh, beyond James Russo, but he just did a very good job of compiling it all. Okay. Um, so we're stealing his shit. We're stealing. Show. We're stealing some of his shit. He didn't cover. We cited him. He, yeah, we cited him. Uh, <laughs> but we didn't cover. He didn't cover some of the stuff w- with the our hometowns, and some of the weirdness comes from that. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, she was a burlesque dancer. Um, that's not too crazy. She had a boutique uh, called Four Miles to Memphis with the numbers, uh, which is funny, and. Uh, <laughs> She, uh, is it in here? Um, she also, yeah, did a documentary f- focused on Tempest Storm, which is a very famous burlesque dancer. So she's hustling. She's out there. But she also has tax evasion um, uh, issues. Dude, why is that so common? <laughs> Who wants to pay taxes? Nobody. Yeah, Uncle Sam wants some of this boutique I- and burlesque money. <laughs> Dude, they're taxes they, are poor. They're dialing it in, figuring out who's not paying. Yeah, that's a pretty specific um thing here. But yeah, it, it, I don't know if it. Oh yeah, almost she owed almost six thousand dollars, which doesn't seem too. Doesn't seem impossible. Seem that doesn't seem yeah, like that much. <laughs> like, like a goal, you could <laughs> you could take care of that in like a little bit of time. And um, when we get to their salaries later. It's gonna make even less sense that I actually can't pay off that six thousand dollars. <laughs> um, this is a couple years old though. This is twenty thirteen. Yeah, yeah twenty thirteen. So she might be out of these problems now. Um, yeah. And then uh, what else we got here? Oh, she left the show now, I believe. Not for sure on that. But they're in like season twenty, dude. <laughs> Are you serious? Have yeah. been that long? I don't know. If, I think they might be rocking like one and a half a year, two Dude, seasons. These a weird year. shows that like everyone knows about, but you know, you haven't watched for a long time. They just like creep up. Yeah. Like there's so many of them that you're like, holy shit! There's thirty seasons. How it's made? Yeah. And if this like forty. And this morning, I didn't. I wasn't settled on an episode, and then I did quite a bit of research today. But if like I woke up this morning and you put a gun to my head and you were like, "Is American Picker still on the air?" <laughs> I would. Uh, I would. would, would have have been a toss. I wouldn't think. Wouldn't think so. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I haven't. I mean, I've been at cable. But yeah, they're still. Uh, they're still trucking. Um, one of the biggest things um, that I've read about her is uh, a lot of people think that Frank and Mike were gay together, and uh, <laughs> she jumps to any chance to deny. She said no. Nope. <laughs> these rumors, but I, I think Mike has a wife and a kid. I don't think Frank does. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mike spoke Frank of his wife. Fritz. 
Um, yeah, the bearded something, the bearded charmer is what he go- <laughs> he goes by, dude. He shouldn't. Yeah, no, he Wait, probably really? shouldn't. Yeah, he does. It's in his Twitter bio. <laughs> <laughs> Bearded Charmer. <laughs> feels bad. I'm gonna put in my Twitter bio the landing stripped Charmer. <laughs> I, I mean, that's one of the more like tame fan fictions that somebody could create, though. That they're just yeah, I mean, oh, there's definitely American picture. <laughs> fan fiction. Dude, I wonder if fan fiction. We were saying we did the Rule 34 episode. I wonder if there's American Picker Rule 34. Guaranteed. Well. Guaranteed. They're drawn Isn't up like Rule Thirty Four. Just that, like anything animated has a porn, though. Yeah, but they also will take. Yeah, like I would there say, is there's American Picker porn. There's animated porn <laughs> there of them is. for sure. There has to be animated. Whoa, like Someone... moving, like a... <laughs> Someone just went in and drew them. Yeah, I could see them like anime style. It's like kissing. They could deep fake it now and actually get their faces on there. <laughs> Have you seen oh, some my... of those? It's fucked up. Yeah, no, some of them are it's getting, getting real crazy. Um, so real quick before uh, we get into either of the the boys themselves and the their boys. and their dirty laundry, there's a couple uh, things that people just you know assume about the show because it is a reality TV show, so it's not 100% real. Uh, and those things are the planted items. So a lot of people talk about how. You know, certain things that are, you know, just kind of too good to be true, just don't, you know, there's like almost no way mm-hmm. they would just be out rusting in these places. So, yeah, they're, they're saying that they get some good ass shit sometimes and then just go be like, hey, I'm going to put this in your garage. I'm going to buy it off you. You get like 50 bucks. And then and then, uh, yeah, Frank will buy a couple oil cans, too. Because he, like, fetishizes oil cans. Yeah, bro. He is fucking horny for oil cans. Mike is horny for fucking Airstream trailers. Yeah. <laughs> and motorcycle. Yeah, and motorcycle shit. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Planted items, which makes a lot of sense. Um, the producers are the real pickers. Um, so, you know, they're the ones kind of planning out their journey. Because... On the website, you can submit stuff like, hey, come to my house. Right. Mm-hmm. The pickers don't have time to look through all that. Right. So, well, like, and think, yeah, if they got 30, 30 producers or what, I don't know how many, but like just combing through shit, they're going to. F- yeah. It's History Channel. It's yeah. Big ass crew of a lot people. Of money. Like, for sure. And then uh, ripping people off. So, uh, apparently, and I haven't found any, like, any of these old men like on a reddit ama <laughs> because they're old men and they like live out in the country and hoard shit it's like they're not on reddit amas but like people have said that they've talked to people on the show and that they're like cameras off and they do a ton of them negotiating and they're basically they get the price okay and it's not always the best and then all of a sudden roll cameras and they you know they chisel it down um but from what i've read they don't get money for being on the show they only get the money that is like what is in the offer which might not be the best offer so that kind of sucks they're like <laughs> and again, i kind of figured that they weren't getting paid why for wouldn't it. they though like and again when we get to mike and frank's salary <laughs> he's later <laughs> it's gonna be like wait 
They should have probably got like I don't know. Eric Andre's not paying people. He fucked with on the Eric Andre show. I know, but they're like knocking on That's these like people's a, doors. An experience. No, you're just trying to excuse it because it's Eric Andre. It's the same thing. What? If you're gonna say this is bad, they're not paying them, then it's bad that Eric Andre. Well, not they're just people. knocking on these old men's doors sometimes. How Those much? people's agents willingly put them on that show. This no, is on the like people he fucks with on the street. Oh yeah, but that's what's his salary? That's just pranks. That's Eric Andre from that show because it's uh, probably far less than the <laughs> they make. But his overall income, I guarantee, is much higher than theirs. Yeah, Eric Andre is yeah, but... more of an icon than Frank yeah. Fritz and Mike Wolf. <laughs> no, and I'm saying I love Eric Andre. I'm just saying that like. If you're saying, oh, they need to pay these people, then... No, I mean, just he more than the 50 bucks people. for the oil can, I guess. Like, just some sort of... That's more than the Air Contra people are getting. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's like uh, almost like a trial by fire. Like, if you can handle your shit on Air Contra, I think better of you as a person. Like, if you're able to deal with that, like, I'm like, okay. Plus, you're... getting to be on TV can be payment for people. That's true. It has paid off, kind of, for one or two of these men. And uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll get into that. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like the Midwest dream, right? Just to uh, <laughs> have, like a barn full of junk that you can just like sell to some antiquer that's worth like ten thousand dollars, right? This is like winning the lottery for these people. Yeah, like, I'm gonna be on American Pickers. I'm gonna tell my whole family <laughs> to tune in. Um, so yeah, we'll get into Mike Wolf now. Who's not? He's the lesser evil. He's not. He's not a. Uh, Wolf's crazy. Yeah, he's not too big of an issue. Frank Fritz is definitely more of the issue here, um, but Mike Wolf's still very interesting. He's the one that actually is the true picker. He's been doing this. He's been, uh, you know, doing the junk since hustle. Boyhood. Yeah, since boyhood. Okay. <laughs> he bought a bike for like five bucks and sold it to somebody for fifty. And this one thing said, ever since then, he's just been, pers- like, uh, bugging farmers to get into their sheds. <laughs> Try and bash. All right. That's cool. Um, so, yeah. we yeah, Mike is also definitely the more capitalist of the two, for sure. He's definitely more about making money. Yeah. I think Frank Fritz also might be, uh, well, definitely is dumber. And, oh, yeah, and, and for sure. lacks the ability to... Mike Wolf's the mastermind. Yeah. He's been called the... Um... Oh, shit, what was it? Uh, it's on his website. It, it, we'll, we'll see it. Better There's than a... the Bearded Charmer? I think so. I think he might be better than the Bearded Charmer. Um, but look at this. 170K on Twitter. It's pretty... I wish there was someone, like, super funny and random that was falling. Just one person. You know, instead of oh. not, not followed by anyone you're following. Well, yeah, this is our pod Twitter, which I don't think uh, is following any fair. accounts at all. <laughs> so, okay. yeah. Never mind. But, yeah, just some obscure ass. Like, yeah. <laughs> Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice. Speak of the devil. Um, we just did our episode on Beetlejuice, and there was a fake rumor about him being dead. It's a fake rumor about Mike Wolf being dead. If you search American Pickers, the first thing is... Who passed away on American Pickers? And when you click it, this pops up. And it just says, Mike Wolf, the deceased, died at the age of 48 without life insurance, leaving behind a wife, Lisa. But then if you click this page, Reality Star Facts, it just says, yeah, this isn't true. And it debunks it all in an article. But this is literally, when you search American Pickers, this is the first Google click down. (laughs) 
<laughs> think how much ad money they're making. They're geniuses. But that's so. It's fucked up, dude. <laughs> Without it life is. insurance. Imagine like his little nephew. <laughs> That's the worst part is the without life insurance. It's so, like him, his wife, and his kid are just fucking fucked. And just... how many people have had their fucking days ruined by clicking on that or Google American Pickers? <laughs> He's dead now. Imagine... Don't look into it. Yeah, they don't click this, and then they're just like uh, they just react and start calling people, and then the next season airs. And they were like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, I remember I was telling Xavier this story earlier. One time, it was my birthday. Uh, and then I Googled, like, what what happened on, you know, this day? And I looked at it, and it was like, this day, this year, it was like, Billy Joe Armstrong died. <laughs> and it wasn't true. It was just someone started a hoax that morning. And I was like, oh, no, what a terrible birthday. <laughs> Green Day is dead. <laughs> It's just, I feel like if you hit a certain point of popularity, there's just like a, a, a 1% chance every day you're going right, to Right, it's a milestone. have this mm-hmm. rumor drop that you're dead in the dirt. Well, like, that's just so blunt. He wrote a book. He should probably have picked a different name because this book is called Kid Picker. <laughs> How to Turn Junk into Treasure. Yikes. Oh my god! It has good ratings. Hey man, it does. Somebody's got to talk to kids about their junk. Yeah, and it's gonna be Mike Wolf. This is a uh, birds and the bees. <laughs> You're old enough to start talking about the junk and the treasure. <laughs> also, if you want to not get like dick jokes, you probably shouldn't put a chicken right on the cover too. That's their um, antique archaeology. That's their logo. Yeah. Well, what does that have anything to do with that? His last name's Wolf. He's got Wolf a chicken cock. in his logo. <laughs> Dude, you'd be, maybe you wouldn't be amazed at how many dog shit logos like billion dollar companies have. Yeah, I mean like <laughs> it's yeah, it's more memorable than uh, most logos honestly, but it's just like why, dude? Who's going to wear a shirt with that on it? Cuz I wouldn't. <laughs> dude, that's most of what they sell now. That is where most of his money comes from now, is selling fucking merch. Yes. Yeah. He has um yeah, the merch of like the store and the show, and then he also they found he's got his own company. He does have his own clothing line, and it's uh, we'll pull that <laughs> we'll pull pull that up. Uh, yeah, I think right. Yeah, pretty soon. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so let's hop over real quick to the Kid Pickers Twitter though. <laughs> At Kid Picker, Kid Pickers is not only a book; it is also a uh, real show that Mike Wolf pitched <laughs> to multiple networks. Yeah, and channels at one point where he wanted to literally just have. Kids doing this shit, doing the American Picker shit. Rummaging around like old rusty fucking barns. Yeah. <laughs> picking out junk. Getting tetanus. <laughs> so I just imagine them trying to pick up one of those signs and they just fall like straight back. <laughs> so kid Ow. And it, it's no. it's not doing too great. Three forty two followers, uh compared to compared to his one sixty nine K. Not similar levels of clout. Yeah, kidpickers.com. Got a 404 air also. Damn. Who is that? Capri Sun, Big Pouch, and Walmart? Yeah, you know, that's my right? nickname for the next episode. Dude, he, he, li- he like said it like it's a person. Like, that's a rapper's name. <laughs> that's <what laughs> that's a Capri Sun version of the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> it's just this, like... Is it it's just a humanoid Capri Sun pouch. It's real. But yeah, that's what I pictured, like... Capri some big pouch. What's up? <laughs> so yeah, who wants to go picking with me? <laughs> hey kids. 
<laughs> Ken, you want to go picking with me? <laughs> so, hey, yeah. you want to go pick with me? Just hop in my van. So, the, yeah. Again, Fucking just this is just pretty unfortunate. Um, just not being aware, I guess, um, of how this comes across at all. <laughs> it's for kids 7 to 14 who love to pick. But like he was at in that position at one point, and I guess he probably wishes he had a mentor. He just wants to just like share his knowledge, but it's just not the delivery is not good. Yeah, Kid Pickers not the right uh right not the right name. But yeah, like Dave said, did pitch a show, also uh pitched a show of a uh a sitcom. Oh. A, a workplace comedy set in an antiques and collectible shop. He pitched that too. He was trying to get that going. <laughs> That uh, you know, I'm surprised Chuck Lorre didn't pick that up. <laughs> you'd sub, do double features, and you'd watch that, and then the new episode of Disjointed right after. Each yeah. <laughs> what do you think this would be rated? Do you think it'd be like the Car Fellas with Big Time Tommy? It no, it would be family friendly. It yeah, would, <laughs> it would go for four episodes and get canceled. Yeah, I'd have too many ki- kids getting picked in it. <laughs> It says CBS bought the pilot down there. Did you see that? Yeah, it, but then, yeah, this article's from at least two years ago. I'm guessing it's talking about two to three years. Uh-huh. So this is – I think CBS has owned the pilot of this show for like five or six years. Just locked it away in case, yeah. it, in case they get real desperate. It might – yeah, who knows? With the quarantine, they might be like, all right, we need to get this out. Fuck Let's it. Get this going. <laughs> um. And you never need to have multiple people if it's set in an antique shop. Yeah. That motherfucker's empty. It'll just be like the same old man coming in every day. Like, <laughs> uh, So then Dave wanted me to get the footage of the Gibson episode because there's some continuity errors. I guess just lies. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it would just be lies because there's footage of them driving through Gibson. And it's just most certainly not Gibson. Yeah, it's probably somewhere a nicer downtown area. But I've driven through downtown Gibson. There's only so much of it. I've seen it all. It's yeah. not the clips they use. Yeah. So I couldn't get that because I didn't want to pay a dollar ninety nine. Um, but <laughs> here we go. So I see this American on American Pickers tonight. It says Colorado on the screen, but I'll be damned if that ain't the twin drive-in on Kentucky Road in Independence. And I looked it up and. That's most certainly in Independence, Missouri, <laughs> and not Colorado. <laughs> Ooh. So what is even – so – Yeah, what's the point? What's the point? Why wouldn't you just say you're in Missouri? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't get it. Like, just – yeah, I'm in Missouri. I don't Missouri. know why it would, like, ever matter at all. Well, they're just using different drive-by footage, and you could probably say, oh, it's a mistake. But it kind of seems they would like say. they were just like – well, this one looks like shit. Let's use one of the ones we didn't use. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Independence, they probably had a, two good shots from there, and they were like, well, we'll just use one as another. Yeah. You won't be able to tell. Until somebody goes, wait a minute, I live there. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and that's not it. Uh, okay, so here's Mole Man. He's kind of famous. He is kind of famous. And he was an instant hit in the American Pickers lore. Uh, because he's got tunnels of valuables and shit. He, like, has dug, like, canals and shit in oh his backyard. Oh, my God. And it makes sense. Like, look at him. Like, he does look like mole a man. mole man. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was, uh, let's see. Someone posted about a huge yard sale featuring Mole Man of American Pickers fame. They said the sale would feature multiple authentic Mole Man collectibles. 
uh, but it turned out it had nothing to do with Mole Man. So I don't think this actually had anything to do with the American Pickers. But somebody was like able to make a garage shell based around Mole Man and do that. Which I felt bad at first. I was like, oh man, poor Mole Man. They're like, using his you know, his name. But then I found out that in February, Mole Man got arrested <laughs> for breaking and entering and stealing $650,000 worth of shit. items. Holy <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Because Broke into a county barn, turned into a studio. I think that might be more than what OJ went to prison for trying to steal. <laughs> of his own merch. Yeah. <laughs> but the victim told police he realized that it was Heist, which his last name's fucking Heist. Uh, it's Destiny. <laughs> when he Incredible. bought his own mirror. Yeah. Maybe nice. his first name is Botched. <laughs> yeah. His real name's Mole Man Heist. He's 69. He's a thief. King. Um, but he has his own store where he was selling stuff. He was selling the stolen shit there. And the dude came and bought his own mirror back. Oh, my. <laughs> also, this was in, This is February 3rd of this year. This just happened. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Mole Man's from, like, season one or four or something like that. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, I just thought that was insane that that literally just happened. <laughs> Bro, what if the Mole Man and the Tiger King are cellmates? Ooh. What? Playing a little game of cat and mole in there. It would win, though. Ooh, my money's on Joe. He's scrappier. They I might bet. just start having sex. It <laughs> might, might just. That'd just be an odd sight to see. His new second husband is Mole Man. <laughs> <laughs> comes Holy Mole King. Fuck. Mole King and Tiger King. Dude, I'll watch the shit out of that shit. <laughs> I'll probably piss the American Pickers off. Uh, <laughs> so, here is the, uh, let's see. Okay, yeah, so this guy named Jerry Bruce bought a polar, polar meter that he saw bought in an episode. And it's like a historic farming tool where you can measure degrees of light rotating i don't know i didn't look into it that much it's it's nerd shit it's a it's nerd farmer shit it's not even just cool nerd shit it's farmer nerd shit <laughs> so they're gonna sell this antique device for 300 bucks they got a he got a text from frank fritz so we're, our, we're this is us switching into frank fritz a little bit here and uh he got a text from him and was like yeah you know we're getting this we're gonna ship it out to you and then it just never <laughs> came. And they just stopped answering. Yeah, they just started ghosting him <laughs> on this just this polarometer, polarometer. And uh, he ended up suing them for a thousand dollars, even though that he paid three hundred. Doesn't seems like you should be able to get more, right? Like, yeah, it's weird. Like that's not that big of a. That's not enough to sue someone in another state. <laughs> not worth the time. <laughs> yeah, the time and energy. To yeah. That's what like small claims is for. I guess yeah. yeah. So yeah, this dude. Um, here's a picture of him. He uh, <laughs> he sued Frank. Yeah, Frank Fritz like didn't show up to court, right? Yeah, I think they just had to end up paying it. Um, and they just paid him a thousand bucks, which is chump change to them because now we're going to their salary. They make five hundred thousand dollars a season. 
<laughs> wow. And they're in 20 seasons. So yeah. That means they both made $10 million off American Pickers. Just the show, too. Not even all the other shit. The yeah, not even the stores, the stores or the merch. That's just, like, off of the views that it gets on, like, the That's history crazy channel. Me. Charlie Sheen was making, like, a million dollars an episode for two and a half men at the end. Yeah, but that was, like... A hundred times that people watch that. Yeah. Probably, yeah. But say but why that's... can't Danielle pay off that six grand if they're <laughs> making five thousand or a thousand a season? Why I'm can't sh- I'm sure she made less, but still probably a lot. <laughs> yeah, like she's a pretty big part of the show, right? She's always calling them. Yeah, she's like, I got you a lead. She was finding leads, and I've got new feet pics on my OnlyFans. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> that's what Danielle says. Uh, yeah. So that's. Our transition now into good old Frankie Fritz, oil can fetishist, uh, and you know the bearded charmer. Yeah. Uh, right here, <laughs> avid motorcycle rider and master bundler. Catch me and Mike on our show. Oh wait, it's not in. Oh yeah, hashtag the bearded charmer. <laughs> the big one, Frank Fritz is jerking off and about to come. He sounds like uh the Tin Man from Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Wait, it's kind of like what? Emily Breeze is like that. oil can, oil <laughs> can. <laughs> no, I think he's more like I need, I need a heart. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So look at his followers, though. Remember Mike's? Oh, <laughs> remember Mike? He wishes he could be Mike. He's got a third of what Mike's pulling, dude. So he's got to be salty about that, right? Well, he's, I mean, he's objectively less cool and he knows that. <laughs> oh, uh, objectively less hot as well. He knows he's that. He's a bearded charmer, for Christ's sake. He's started the hashtag, which is so much worse for whatever reason. than Dude, just... He probably did start calling himself that. Yeah, he was like, I need, a I know, I need a hashtag. You play a Mary Fuck Kill with Danielle and the Pickers. Fritz is dying every time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. So you're what? Fucking Danielle, Marion, Mike? Probably. I would do that. No. He's got the mic, the, or the money, the cloud. I don't want her tax problems. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to deal with that, bro. She's going to divorce you, and then you're going to be $6,000 in debt, dude. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'll take Mike for sure. He's got a thriving business. <laughs> um, yeah, so frankfurtzfinds.com. Most of the stuff he's posting on his Twitter, which been pretty dry. That 2016. That's so fucking. That's terrible. Come on, double. He's F. Even... Put out some fresh content. <laughs> Mike oh. has 10k tweets. He has 800. <laughs> um, and all of his 800 are he's basically doing like, like what moms do with like sharing things on Facebook. It's Just like, leads mm. you right to the Facebook post. Well, yeah, it's it's not like Facebook post, but it's like this. Uh, kid cut his hair and started working out, and his dad did not recognize the results. Oh. And it's like him coming down the stairs. Dude, he's he's chasing <laughs> that bag, bro. They're paying him lots of money to post that Probably. garbage. <laughs> Probably. Uh, but the biggest difference between Mike and Frank is that Mike's not about that life. He, you know, collected his oil cans and his stamps and stuff before the show, but he wasn't a picker. Mike's the one out there in the sheds, and this is Frank just got hired, and just started just doing it. Personality, Frank's just a pretty face. He's just a charming. He's Frank, Frank's just face. a face. 
<laughs> the face of Frank Fritz. He was on American Dad as himself. Played the voice, though. <laughs> pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, like, that's pretty funny. I, I don't remember this episode, but I'm going to watch this later. <laughs> so, here's his new... This is his store. <laughs> Uh-oh. So, I meant to say earlier... Oh, shit. Hang on. I'm dumb. We totally missed a big chunk of Mike shit earlier. So, oh, the clothing. Yeah, the clothing. I totally jumped over this. I totally apologize. Okay, so here's the antique archaeology. This is the this yeah. is the store, right? Mm -hmm. This is when you were the when you were at. Look yeah, at the in look Iowa. At, yeah, look at the top here. Mike Wolf shop online store blog two lanes got stuff. Where the fuck <laughs> is Frank Fritz? Dude, he's just not no, on this. He's only there for the show. Yeah, he's literally there for the show. So he's got his store, and this is, you know, what he's doing. And this is a very well put together website. Yeah, and very professional. Consummate yeah. professional, bro. So here's that Mike Wolf, um, the Jack Kerouac of junk. That's what it is. Oh! <laughs> The New York Times said that. God, my fucking damn. All Frank has is hashtag the fucking God, ugly trying nobody. <laughs> Check your like a job. Dude, that is fucking funny. He's a Brad Pitt of garbage. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> God, that's hilarious. But yeah, so Frank's just not up on here. And um, so here's that clothing line. Ooh, look at this gentleman. Very, very modern. Yeah, you get a wallet. You get a shirt. <laughs> lanes. Less people, more life. Now that doesn't sound the best. <laughs> <laughs> What's he advocating for, you know? Yeah. Coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Wolf found coronavirus in while picking. <laughs> In this big, dirty, nasty vial. <laughs> they just smashed it on the road. <laughs> but no, obviously, I'm assuming he means, like, be out on your motorcycle in the woods and be around less people. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the clothes are pretty straightforward. Like, like, what, like, what you would expect, yeah, pretty much, from right. something like they're that. They're not turning this, you know, they're not changing the fashion game, but they're... They're for tree nerds. Yeah. Getting them They're on. for farm. Tree nerds and motorcycle nerds. Farmer nerds and motorcycle nerds. Uh, but yeah, so we needed that context to how Mike presents, you know, his store. Um, and like, you know, look at these stores. Like, so you what, you said you went to the Iowa one, Chris? Yeah, the LeClaire one. Okay. That's like their headquarters. Right. Okay. Yeah. And... Yeah, so share share your story with that then, <laughs> with the LeClaire. Yeah, stuff. so I was, so my dad's from Iowa, so we were up there just going around. My dad watches History Channel literally all the fucking time. Pre-religiously. Literally, yeah. Pawn Stars, American Pickers, whatever the fucking garbage they got on there. I might have store doors on there now, yeah. She was like, dude, we gotta go. We have to go. We're going. <laughs> so we're like pulling up. I mean, it's a nice shop, right? Yeah. You like park behind like where you see like where that rusted out like car or storefront thing is right. park on the other side of it you can go in bro and there's like nothing the shit that they have for sale is just their merch nobody oh, like from really? the show works there yeah it's just like a gift shop but for the show they have some stuff there but it's like 
literally fucking garbage. They, yeah. Most of it's it's probably like all online at this point, and like that's just for people to go. Yeah. You know, experience we, yeah. it. Yeah. We were the only people there. We talked to them, and they were like, "Yeah, you know, it's." Yeah, ebbs and flows, which just means that, like, nobody ever fucking goes there. <laughs> yeah, the fact that there was nobody there when you got there is, like, you'd think that this would be, like, the Pawn st- like, Star shop where there's just people, it just looks like there's people in it. Like, yeah. That's Vegas as opposed to Iowa, too. Tr- yeah. But this, yeah, this, I don't know, this just seems like, like, it would be on, like, every dad's, like, road trip. Like, we're hitting Bucket the LeClaire store, obviously. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, in the the pawn shop, right? We drove past it in Las Vegas, and that line every day is wrapped around the building. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and people wait for hours just to be able to go inside. And not even see any of the people. Yeah, right. Just to go in yeah, there. Nobody on the show works there. Yeah, they probably just film for like one day a week. You probably have to like set up an appointment to come in and show them what you have to sell like you have to send them pictures so they can be like yeah that's worth it yeah and then they act like you just walk up yeah they only get mad if you call and ask if they have battle toads <laughs> dude he did there was one call where he finally like like leveled with this guy and was like like i know you're fucking with me but like you know. yeah but th- that's crazy because they were getting him on the phone like they were getting Rick Harrison. How long ago was, was that? Rick Harrison. I thought it was just random employees. No, there's a, there's one specifically where he starts like cussing them out, and the guy like <laughs> ap- the guy apologizes. Do we need to do a whole episode on Pawn Stars? Apparently, yeah, I guess so. Dude, on, with all the drama between like Chumley, yeah, and there's the old there's man. gotta be a lot of dirt. Yeah. I feel like I've. Sm- but this is an American Pickers episode. Yes. Also, I tried to pay Chubbly 15 bucks to do a cameo for the pod, and he denied it. <laughs> really? Anime. Yeah, dude, I'm pissed. Well, a lot of people would spend, like, $50 just to, like, get close enough to smell Chumley. <laughs> <laughs> I would do whatever it takes not to smell Chumley. Probably... Chumley smells like probably what, like a fermented Post Malone. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so all in all, the Leclerc store, underwhelming, right? Just not a... Yeah, not I mean, it's, you would expect it, like you were saying, like, you go into the pawn shop store, right? And you see, like, all the stuff that you see on TV and all the things that they've collected over the years. But it's just, like, a bunch of, like, oil signs, right? All those gas signs. All the then, oil cans. Yeah. <laughs> and then just shirts and stuff. I remember being, yeah, I was just, like, ready to go. But I was also, like, 15 and not into that at all. So I was like, ah, like, sorry, right. dude. <laughs> not, uh, not there. So, yeah, so here's Frank Fritz's finds, though. Here's his store. And uh, look at that $4 sign and one and a half stars. Did you... We got some research into it. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I'll it's, just it, that it's in Savannah, Illinois. Very disappointed. You have to walk through a smelly bar to get to the shop, which smelled even worse. Smelled like a musty, moldy basement. <laughs> what? Weird checkout, too. It was the bartender. <laughs> oh, no, that's cool. Checking out with bartenders is sick. But it's what in the, the back fuck? of the bar. So you have to go to the bar and Who be like, hey, I want to buy one of those be... antiques in like, the back. And then they have to, like, leave the bar and go down the hallway with you and go into the weird store. The one entrance is through the bar. Because a couple people talk about it. Dude, look at these reviews. 
See, Tracy. <laughs> it's so disappointing. What a huge disappointment. A room full of crap surrounded by bars on both sides. The, fa the fact that you have to walk through a bar is just, like, hilarious. Like Yeah, dingy hole-in-the-wall bar, too. Yeah, so what it is is he's friends with the owner of the building, and it's, like, real clickbait. <laughs> They're like, yeah, this is Frank Fritz's store, and it's just this shitty antique store that he barely has anything to do with. So they just get more people into their bar. Yeah, they get people in the bar, but then they see, um, yeah, it's a restaurant too. Like literally, they're just like literally junk. If you're looking for a wooden tennis racket from the '80s or a Kmart brand Snelled hooks from a tackle box, this is the place for you. I mean, I don't know what people are. Going there expecting to be able to buy because all they buy is fucking oil cans and sides and a bunch of <laughs> shit that they like. <laughs> yeah, or they'll buy like something for four thousand dollars. Like I know just the collector for this, and they sell it to one person. They never put it in a store. Exactly. But I, th I think they want to see like the motorcycles. This sounds like Goodwill items. This does. You know what I mean? Not even like yeah. not antiques. Nothing cool. Just shit that no one wanted. That's old. <laughs> Yeah, look at this. Really, Frank? <laughs> yeah, it's like a stand at the Gordyville. Uh, yeah, just like some just garbage. Yeah. So this is it. No oh. way. <laughs> this is it. Bro, that yeah. is a goodwill. Yeah, it's a goodwill with a bar. <laughs> so yeah, I don't like. I have a picture of the bar, but look at like the dude the drop ceiling hole. Damn, bro, that is a fucking goodwill Cracker Barrel that serves alcohol. <laughs> Twenty dollar sign hung from the drop ceiling. Look like a canoe. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, it's like literally just like donated stuff that looks like like look at like the clothes. They're not buying clothes on American Pickers, dude. Garbage. The antique store that shares a building <laughs> with a Mexican restaurant down the street. They have that looks nicer than this. Yeah, dude. No, that I bought place this is fu fucking nice. He's yeah. There's a lot of cool shit. I bought this giant. <laughs> I bought this giant piece of popcorn from this little antique store nearby. <laughs> This shit's cooler than everything in this store combined. <laughs> it was ten bucks. This canoe is probably eight hundred. All right, let's get off of Frank Fritz fine. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, give a Fritz is a bad name. Yeah, you wrote a book nice. too. <laughs> Way less expensive than Mike's book. That's the hardcover too. And for five dollars, you can get a hardcover book. Yeah, Mike's was ten for the soft cover. Just yeah. spray it. <laughs> But yeah, how to pick vintage motorcycles as if that's like something that you can just like pick up, I guess. Like, <laughs> like this, this $5 book and you're a pro. <laughs> it, just seems, it seems like a like almost like onion-esque article. <laughs> like <laughs> you'll be picking uh, vintage motorcycles out of the Molemans tunnels in five <laughs> easy steps. Like, But yeah, they're both on Amazon. So it's hilarious. Look how many used ones there are. Like people bought it and they're like, mm -hmm. oh shit, sat <laughs> on my shelf for a little while. Oh my! <laughs> I didn't buy a motorcycle and make ninety k off it. This didn't fucking work. <laughs> it just taught me. What if it wasn't even about that? It was just like the real prize thing here is oil cans. <laughs> <laughs> it's just clickbait for oil cans. Hey, he's got a clickbait story. Might have a clickbait fucking book hell yeah all right real dirty laundry time <laughs> so say it ain't so frank 
Wow. Uh, he unfortunately lost his license after a scary incident in 2017 when Fritz was driving his truck the wrong oh, way on the interstate God. when he was pulled over by the police. So he got there was many calls that uh, a silver pickup truck was going the wrong way, and they found him. And apparently, he it says that they found alcohol and Xanax in his system. Damn, <laughs> dude, so Frank's fucking partying. <laughs> Dude. No wonder he didn't live that life. He lives in a different life. <laughs> but like, how fucked do you have to be to be going the wrong way down the interstate? Like, you could be blackout. Oh, alcohol and Xanax is a hell of a combination, man. They do not go well together. It's probably the know, best but... pick to end up going the wrong way down a... Yeah, that makes... It, I mean, it makes sense. It's just like, to be in that... Like, to be like, oh, like... <laughs> I'm gonna, like, dodge other cars, like, oh. I've heard stories of people who take too much Xanax and rob stores that they don't remember robbing. The Mole Man! <laughs> oh, mole Man was on Xannies. The mole, that he got from Frank. The Mole Xan. That, <laughs> that would be insane. Frank was the Mole Man Xanny plug. He sold him some bad Xanax, and he blacked out and robbed a store for... Oh, he found a bottle of it in his... Uh, <laughs> Tunnels, Frank it's, put in his pocket. It's Frank's bottle with like the script and his name <laughs> on it. But okay, so this is very public knowledge that you know he was arrested. But he says they made me sound like public enemy number one. They said I was drunk and weaving all over the road. I blew a point zero 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 on alcohol. There was none in my system. I don't know if I believe like that. that he pleaded like... guilty. <laughs> he, he pleaded guilty, yeah. <laughs> so why the guilty plea? For one thing, yes, I did use the illegal U-turn. I missed my exit and turned on an interstate median. So I don't think that's enough for them to say you were going the wrong way down the road. Did you use the police median to turn? Yeah. That's not going the wrong way down the interstate. <laughs> I still had THC in my system from the three weeks I'd spent in Colorado. <laughs> when in Rome. When in Rome. So, man. <laughs> so then he also said he had a prescription to the anti-anxiety drug Xanax. But it's like, then you shouldn't have gotten in trouble, right? No, because it just says he had the prescription drug called Xanax. Okay, yeah. True. Then, but yeah, he had taken one of the pills the previous day. Okay. System. Okay. So he had THC, alcohol, and Xanax all in his system, but he was just like, yeah, none of it was when I was driving the wrong way down the interstate. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to plead guilty, but dude, didn't happen, man. It framed me. <laughs> Plus, he has $500,000 a season. He could have fought the shit out of that if he really was like, if he didn't want his name slandered. <laughs> Um, you know, I'll occasionally use the Xanax, but he had not taken it. They never arrested me. They didn't handcuff me. They gave me a ride home and dropped me off in front of my house. Look, he's got his fucking answer for everything. Yeah, which this there, fake as fuck. here's the thing. There is no mugshot. I looked high and low for a mugshot. He probably paid one of those companies to take it off. Yeah, like, dude, I looked everywhere for that shit. But, like, Justin Bieber's mugshot's, like, still out there. <laughs> yeah, but the cop who took that sent it to everyone he knew. Yeah, he was probably like, fuck this guy. Like, like one minute after he took it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I dropped my cell phone. I was reaching for oh it. I probably did swerve. I'm not a tall guy. He's 5'5", five five BT dubs. <laughs> if any okay. of this was true, right, the cops wouldn't give him a ride home. I've never had a cop be like, yo, bro, like, I know you're good. You're but... Frank Fritz. <laughs> yeah, no, because, like, if you know who he is, 
and he was like <laughs> explaining it very clear like headed you'd probably be like oh you know okay whatever i have to feel i, I have to guess he was like incoherent dude he had to be fucked up but why didn't they arrest him then why didn't they get a uh, like i guess i i don't know i guess like you said they might have yeah the mugshot might have got taken away but he might have yeah, paid enough um he said he wonders why a local tv station continues to report on it more than a year <laughs> later because <laughs> it's probably like all they fucking do <laughs> Like, they have nothing else great to report on. They're like, yeah, remember when uh, Frank Fritz was going the wrong way down the interstate last year? <laughs> just bring it up once a week. Like, just... Yeah, so yeah, I couldn't find it. It's been expunged. That's true. I hadn't had a ticket 34 That's years. True. It's true. <laughs> hadn't had a ticket 34 years. Um, but then... Wait, oops. Wait. Where'd it go? Oh, so they uh, found a couple tickets then that he had and then he asked uh whether he actually meant whether he got a ticket while intoxicated he said that could be true think i got it like he just kidding the dates of citations range from 2003 to 2017 he said i haven't got one in 34 years <sighs> he's just a liar yeah it honestly seems like he's just lying yeah <laughs> just like frank oh yeah okay so here I, it I says he was arrested right there yeah arrested Wrong direction down. <laughs> Multiple calls. <laughs> Driving erratically in the law. Oh, wrong lane. Okay. Only a six hundred twenty-five dollar fine and a year probation. I'd say that's pretty like what chill, right? What state is that? He got lucky. Uh, Iowa. Oh, it's a lawless wasteland. Yeah. Iowa and Wisconsin and those types of states. <laughs> we knew a guy from Wisconsin. He was like, "Yeah, bro, I was twenty-four when I got my DUI. I was like the last one in my graduating class." <laughs> all right so now Horrible. the only video and unfortunately chris won't be able to hear the audio for this sorry chris um it might work you'll be able to get with the, the context since we're in the channel now well can you hear uh can you hear this it's been a while. no yeah it's been a while yeah so uh when uh there okay it was like what 2014 and this rust remover company teamed up with Frank Fritz to do something called the Hero Workshop Day, the American Hero Day. And someone in me and Chris's hometown of Paxton, Illinois, won. Oh. And so Frank Fritz went there, and it shut down the whole town. It shut down the whole town. They blocked off the entire main street, which is full of antique shops, so it made sense. Mm-hmm. But, dude, they had stages. There was music. It's a festival. Everybody in the town went to this. And, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll just let's play it a little bit here. <laughs> the workshop hero. <laughs> oh, wait. We, we need that. <laughs> here he goes. Pick. <laughs> 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 Look at everybody. <laughs> Any local packs and celebrities in this video? We should yeah, that's what I was wondering. There's only the one. The, the unmentionable. The safe for later. Big vroom vroom driver. <laughs> so yeah, Metal Rescue Rust Remover Bath. That's like the company that this is that this is all sponsored for. It's just like some some shit for fixing, like restoring antiques. <laughs> 
Metal Rescue. I'm just thinking of like a Sarah McLaughlin song playing, and they just show like sad clips of metal. Like yeah, like a fucking <laughs> a bike rusting into the ground. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this shit. They sign and shit. <laughs> Shut down the whole fucking thing. Workshop hero. Who's a workshop hero? Facebook contest. He's a little guy. Yeah, bro, I could beat the shit out of Frank <laughs> I could whoop that motherfucker, bro. You try to charm these fucking fists. So let's get ready to bundle! He's a bruise charmer. So what he yelled there is, let's get ready to bundle. Packages for the rust remover. I, yeah, they're picking up do slave labor. All right, everybody line up. They're doing like assembly line work. Bruce Buffer, he is not. <laughs> no, bundle, I think, is you're like, you're like, I'll, all right, you want what? 10 for that? 10 for that? 15 for both. Bundle. I think that's what that is. <laughs> It's like picking slang. <sighs> I love it. I guess if we would have read his damn book, we'd know. <laughs> Look how happy this little sucker Should is. You... Should we buy both of their books for research? It would only cost 15 bucks. Exactly. <laughs> Man, maybe we bundle them, we can get a better deal. Ooh, maybe that's... It's a little secret mission. Dude, I just can't... Okay, so here's the thing. What about Frank Fritz is a hero? What makes this man a hero to anyone? <laughs> he has a DUI. <laughs> he lied about it. A lot. <laughs> he wrote a book about just finding motorcycles in people's garages he's five five he's real <laughs> i don't know he's real life clickbaiting a shitty ass bar yeah he's clickbaiting the little the little must bar <laughs> dare i boys dare i say what frank fritz enemy of the show enemy of the show <laughs> might be the first brawl of the show might be the first person you physically have to fight <laughs> what if that happens on the next who would win me versus frank fritz dude what if he kool-aid fritz man, versus then. frank fritz <laughs> well um yeah so yeah his name on twitter is fritz picker <laughs> so that sucks that you can't get that because you picked a little fritz when you I got when you adopted it. well <laughs> it's kind of like he picked me oh that's deep <laughs> nah, bro. I grabbed him because he was being a piece of shit to the other cats. He kept tackling. Him. I went, "That's funny." He's a funny cat. He's a little funny guy. But all right, we're wrapping it up here. We got a few more things. A lot of people online claim to have interactions with the American Pickers team. Yeah, people on AshleyMadison.com. <laughs> oh, yeah. Much to the surprise of fans, these interactions usually paint them as irritable and sometimes downright mean. Whether the allegations are real or false, Micah and Frank don't get along in real life. <laughs> well, obviously, Mike's a real one. And also, they kept saying that the show was going to end because of like all this, but it, it, it didn't. That check. That's enticing. 
yeah, like I get along with this little fucker for. Another they don't even season. have to find shit. The producers do all the work finding the spots. They put fake shit in there so they can find good shit and it's exciting. They only have to travel Dude, half as far as they say they are. They probably don't even drive. Yeah, I'm actually in I or uh, what? I'm in Iowa. And I'm saying I'm in fucking Colorado. Like this is a <laughs> cake job. Dude, but it's crazy how long working next to someone can like just tear away at that relationship. There's the Tigers announcers. I ever talked to you guys about this. No. What? So the Detroit Tigers, uh, not playing baseball right now because the whole virus thing, but they were going to roll out a whole new commentary team this year uh, because their commentary team last year got into a fist fight <laughs> in the middle of a game. At least towards the end of the season. So they had like a whole substitute team the rest of the season. They fired both of them. But they've been working together for like 10, 15 years. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> like, so I, yeah. I'm working with people. Up. I'm probably going to knock one of you two the fuck out if we keep doing this long enough. <laughs> for 15 years? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, it'll be. We'll come to blows. That's what happens when you let 15 years of shit pile up. Yeah. If we get it out and we are honest with ourselves, and also if you can get your anger out on this little man's face when you fight him. <laughs> Then we'll be good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I guess just people have said not great to be around them, which sucks, because um, they, you know, they seem nice on the show. They're putting up quite a facade. Okay, this is where this one it gets a little wild. AMA. I am the TV producer who created the show America Pickers and was screwed out of everything. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> So uh, uh drop the bomb right here. Yeah, so buddy uh what's his name? Um he goes by Crazy Eyes because he has Crazy Eyes Productions. I wonder if he has like Steve Buscemi eyes. Maybe. Um silly name. I was young. Uh so yeah, he met Mike in uh what? It says a Starbucks in Iowa and uh he just gave him 20 hours of footage and he was like, "Oh shit, like I'm trying to make, you know, tv and you already got this and uh so they started making this shit a year later pawn stars takes off huge company cineflix met with mike put together the pitch with the old footage history channel bought the episodes cineflix didn't want anything to do with me squeeze me in as the sound guy uh shot for three days uh before link being let go you'll notice some hot scratchy audio he's they blame that on me <laughs> <laughs> He made seven hundred fifty dollars before taxes for like helping create America Pickers, dude. Yeah, three days of shooting. Three days. Of well, sh- I mean, but he did all that work producing it, like at the beginning. Yeah, like he got shooting it off the, episodes and shit. Yeah, he got it off the ground and got it to where they were like, "Oh, I like this." Yeah. And then yeah, so like he's like no disrespect to the crew, and I'm still good friends with Mike and Frank. Um. Mike got into shouting matches with the producers over my involvement. Clearly, he lost. So, like, he fought. That's crazy. Mike's a fucking man, apparently. Yeah, like, he just needs to name his next book something better. And then he'll be, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, he, I think he chalked that up to a failed idea, though. Yeah, yes. so, yeah that's very true. You know. Um, he also said that when he would go out to lunch with them, uh, Frank was hitting on waitresses nonstop. And it was like working, apparently. What? So I guess the bearded charmer thing. Maybe that's. Maybe a waitress called him that. <laughs> she was like, you know what, Frank Fritch? Hashtag bearded charmer. Don't hit on your waitresses. I mean, yeah, like, I think you could if you're if you're you know nice and you give a good tip, but like if you're just hitting on them, 
it's like if it's flat out hitting on him, yeah, like that's that's not a not not the move. Don't hit on him. But uh, apparently it was working. The guy was like, he was baffling me. Crazy eyes was like, he was blowing me away because he was saying shit like, how much does a polar bear weigh and stuff. He was like opening with lines like that. Which I don't know what is I don't know the answer to that I should have that's some it. five five shit bro <laughs> that's some Frank Fritz shit he seems like the kind of guy who would fucking be like that too <laughs> oh man but then finally it's just kind of like why are people watching it and it's like whether it's fake or not whether they're dicks or not whether the items are planted or not people it's want peaceful it's low stress and it's inoffensive yeah they want the stories of these items there's no there's no hard opinions yeah like you're saying they want to like i think yeah part of the coolest thing is they just you see these how these people live and how content they are just like in this like wasteland of like rusted junk right it's wholesome it feels educational you get some zany characters you have some everyman and mike and frank yeah i get the appeal for sure yeah and they do a good job of covering all of this up like yeah you gotta look a Very little bit job. to find you know, and like I've, none of these people, you t- my knowledge have killed anybody, unless Mike Wolf actually did release the coronavirus, like we said. But <laughs> he might have. Like, to my knowledge, less people, more life. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, they're you know they're not really doing anything, you know, too bad besides driving the wrong way down the interstate. That seems to be the extent of it. But it's just so funny to see the side of it, I guess. Because everybody's human and has these airs, but yeah, well, and people have said they were mean, <laughs> but and this goes back to when they visited Gibson. <laughs> Apparently, a lot of their footage got ruined because there was some kid from our town who was just following them around with a video camera. <laughs> it was like, bro, I don't know wow. what the fuck that kid was thinking. He was just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get cool footage of like the American pickers coming to my town. Jimmy Tatro said that when they were filming the boat scene of the Real Bros. That these kids on a boat kept rolling up and being like, "What's up?" And they're like, "Dude, <sighs> like I, I know you're excited to see us, but you're ruining shots that are we're like the sun's going down. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we have to get this shit. Oh man. But yeah, that's American Pickers. That's their dirty laundry from uh from what I discovered on them. Interesting. You know, there might be more. There might be." Less if if the Iowa police are framing Frank Fritz for some reason to make him public enemy number one. That would be a wild conspiracy. That would be. That's from where he's from. What if it was like just some guy who hated him from high school? Yeah, like one of the cops would like hated him and was like, "That's that bearded charmer that would get all the girls." I would bet a lot of money that that's not the case. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh yeah, but that's American Pickers, so. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Thanks for joining us, Chris, on um, Appreciate it. this very Always. historic History Channel. That's what it's all about is the history. Yeah, West Coast Chanel. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's been a while. Yeah, this episode's been a while. history. It's been a while. That was good. Bearded Charmer out. Right there. I heard you're not using Anchor, and here is why you're wrong about that. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Uh, it's got creation tools that you can use to record, edit, everything from your phone, your computer, whatever. And it's free. It costs no money, less than a gumball. 
less than a gumball. <laughs> and Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. Uh, it goes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I think like seven other things. And you can most also, places. Yeah, most places that people are listening to podcasts. And you can distribute it even more beyond there. You're not stuck with just those ten places. Put it anywhere else. Uh, you can make money from it. We're making a little bit. I'm not going to talk about that. We're not going to get into that. But we're it's making tacky. we're making money. Uh, let's just put it that way. And with no minimum listenership. It uh, doesn't matter if you're getting one listen or one million. You're making cash. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast, and it's all in one place. Um, if you guys want to download it, it's available pretty much any app store, or you can go to anchor.fm to check it out. All right. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while.